Hello, and welcome back to the Turks and Chaos podcast. Today, I figured I would talk about something that is happening to me right now. Things that I'm going through. You know, real life. So, I have to talk about puberty and raising a preteen. My son is going to be 11 in a few months, and a lot has happened since his 10th birthday. His voice is cracking. He's growing like a weed. His emotions are up and down. He's tired. He hates pet names suddenly, and he's in the experimental phase of his style. Now, I'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty of puberty. It's hard enough for me to read through the articles online about it as it pertains to a growing boy, but what I do want to talk about today is how we can help our kids right now, how to support them through this growing, changing time in their lives. Puberty typically happens between the ages of 10 and 14-ish. It could happen a little sooner or a little later. My son started almost immediately after turning 10. First with mood swings and then with a sudden change as though he has completely separated himself from being a kid and turned the corners into preteenhood. Then he pointed out some bodily changes to me, new body hair, new smells, and he also suddenly cared about the way he dressed and seemed to suddenly have some self-awareness with where he stood with the other kids. Like, my son never had an issue with confidence. He could wear a paper bag to school and wouldn't bat an eye. He never cared about how he looked. He was never one to be shy around kids. He never really cared what other kids thought about him. But suddenly with puberty, that all is changing. He feels more of a need to fit in. And it makes sense. As I was researching, I read that kids are trying to figure out their identity through puberty. It's almost like with the hormones come a new sense of awareness and a need to find their place among their peers. I'm not going to lie. It makes me sad to know that my baby is growing into a young man. Nobody told me that it would be a sudden thing. I always thought I'd see it coming, but it was like one morning he didn't want to be a kid anymore and he never looked back. If I'd have known it would be like this, I would have snuggled him more, hugged him more, kissed him on the cheek more. I can't do any of those things anymore. Which, of course, it'd be weird to snuggle a grown boy, but really one day he was a baby and the next, Mom, stop singing! Don't hug me! Ugh, do you have to be so embarrassing? You know those those memes you see on, on social media where it says one day you'll put your child to bed for the last time? You know, you never notice. You never notice when the last bedtime story will be the last bedtime story. It'll just suddenly be the last bedtime story and then they don't want it anymore. That's exactly how this feels. Like you never know when your last cuddle session will be. You just never know. One day it'll be your last. You'll never know. It'll just, that'll be it. So enjoy, enjoy, enjoy your little, if your children aren't going through puberty yet, if you don't have a little tween, you don't have a teenager, enjoy the time with your little children when they want to do everything they can with you, when they want to play video games next to you, when they want to watch what you're watching, when they want to do what you're doing outside, when they're interested and you know, when they just think you're the coolest thing. Enjoy that moment and just give them all of that love and attention that you can because they're not going to want it forever. And I'm, I'm not saying forever is a far ways away. It's right around the corner. It could be tomorrow. It could be next week. It could be next month. It could be next year. So 
just enjoy this time with your children now. But anyways, I want to talk about how can we help our kids go through these changes? Well, things that I'm learning is I can allow my son space to try new things, such as with his style, his interests, personality, allowing them to try new styles. So it could be some changes to hair. That was the first thing really that my son went through was, okay, now he's ready for a haircut because before it was just this big bop and I would be like, let's go get a haircut. And he'd be like, I don't want a haircut. I'm not interested. I'm not interested. Well, now he notices, oh, mom, it's getting a little bit long. Yeah, yes, it is. So I think I'm ready for a hair. Okay, great. Let's go get you that haircut. And then when we got his haircut, he was in the shower one day and he was pushing it back. And he comes downstairs and he was like, comes down with a new hairstyle. And he says, mom, how does this look? And I said, okay, it looks, it looks different. You know, I, I, I liked it before. You just got a haircut and I liked the way it was combed. And he goes, yeah, but I was in the shower and I started pushing my hair back like this and I just discovered a new hairstyle. And so I think I'm going to leave it like this for a while. And I said, okay, well, if you like it, then I like it. And he went to school and, you know, he said, yeah, some kids noticed my hair. Um, yeah, so I'm going to keep it like this for a little bit longer. And, you know, I didn't particularly like the hair. I thought he looked more handsome before. But that's not the point. As parents, we need to put our opinions aside. And if our kids like a new hairstyle, we have to support them and say, well, you know, we don't have to be like, oh, yeah, I love it. You don't have to lie to them, but you can you can let them know. Like if if they like it, that's 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 what matters the most. And hey, looks great. Um, we can allow them to pick out their own clothes when shopping. You know, that's going to be another area where it might be a little questionable. You might not like the things they're picking. And again, boundaries, of course, we're not going to let them buy a t-shirt that has a middle finger on it because that wouldn't be the responsible thing as a parent to do. We're not going to let them buy, you know, inappropriate clothing, whatever that means for you. I don't have a daughter, but those things on my list would be something that's too short or too exposing, too revealing. Um, for my son, it would be probably things that are just inappropriate as far as I'm not going to let him wear like a naked lady on his shirt or, or cuss words and whatever because he's 10. Um, and he wouldn't be able to go to school like that. He'd get in trouble. So I'm not going to set him up for failure. Yeah, he came to me and he said, you know, I have all these polos. Um, but I don't want to wear these shirts anymore. And that was big because that's all that he wanted to wear for the last like two years straight are polo t-shirts. That's how he felt good about himself was when he wore polos. And now he's coming to me saying that, you know, this is all I have and I don't want to wear these anymore. I want to wear t-shirts. And so that was a big change that happened all of a sudden, you know, I let him pick out his shirts now had to take him to the store for him to pick out his own clothes. And before that, whenever I would ask him to go shopping, he would say, I don't want to go just pick out clothes for me. Like he didn't care. He would just wear what I purchased for him. So, you know, respecting when they decide they would like to change, don't question it too much. Just say, okay, we're moving forward because that's what happens. We change 
our preferences. We change interests. We experiment. And now is the best time for them to do that. Now is the time for them to try green hair. I had pink hair in fourth grade. And, you know, my teacher said I look like a witch. But that was something that I went through. Did I stop dyeing my hair colors? For a little bit, yes. But eventually, a few years later, I decided I'm ready for the colors again. And I did it again. So, but it was a learning experience. Some people will be uncomfortable when I have pink hair, blue hair, green hair, whatever I have. And I have to learn that not everyone is going to accept my style. But it definitely gave me the confidence to do it again because you get past those feelings and you have time to sit and realize I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not being accepted by everyone. You know, it's just pink hair. It's just green hair. It's just a new haircut. No big deal. It's not like I cut an arm off. So now's the time for them to experiment and respecting when they no longer want to be called pet names or they want to refer to you by mom instead of mommy. That's a tough one. But I mean, that comes to every mom. There's a day where it happens and it's hard, but that's just growing up. Nurturing their interests in new hobbies. For example, my son is really into drawing right now. So when he asks me to do a drawing competition, I sit there and draw with him. When he wants to show me his drawings, I make time to look through them, even if it's the third time I've sifted through his portfolio that week. I make sure he has the supplies necessary to explore more with different mediums and such, because fostering healthy interests is a huge benefit, and having something for them to go to when they're having heavy feelings or emotions is crucial, especially as we set them up for the tough teenage years. We can't hold their hand through that phase, and it can be tough. I had music I would escape to, and I suspect my son will have his art. So now is the time to support and encourage a hobby. We can help them by letting them know what's normal and caused by the puberty process, which really helps my son when I tell him, hey, you know, that's just normal to feel that way right now, or it's normal to begin to smell bad, or whatever it is, you are normal. Yes, our kids need to hear that. They need to hear that you went through it, that their peers are or will soon be going through that along with them. Um, And just the relief that my son has when I mention something like, hey, you know, you might go through this or you might go through that. And he'll say, oh, thank goodness, because I thought there was something wrong with me. You know, I could like the anxiety that he felt thinking that there was something wrong with him, but he was too embarrassed to bring it up. And then the relief that he experiences when I bring up something and he's like, oh my gosh, thank goodness. And then he just sighs like, like a weight has been lifted off his shoulders because I'm telling him that, that he's going through something and, and it's completely normal and fine and there's nothing wrong. So yes, it's, we need to, we need to do a little bit of research If we don't remember what happened, like, I don't know what a boy goes through. So I need to do my own research. Um, I need to tell my husband that it's time for him to have the talk. I don't know what he went through, but he needs to go and have that conversation with him. You know, we need to be informed so that we can inform our children. That's just, that's our responsibility and it's important. So if you haven't read up, read up now because we need to let them know this is normal. That is normal. So they feel normal. 
One thing I'm starting to do is drop little hints and tidbits as far as no-nos and expectations. Like I expect my kids to finish high school. I expect them to be working towards something after high school, whether it be more school or or work or volunteering or something. They need to be working towards something. Drugs and alcohol are a no. Like, no, you may not go to a party and drink. No, you may not do drugs. No, that's not something that I am going to allow. I haven't had any sex talks yet, but I just let them know, like, they're too young to even think about girlfriends. Like, that's not even something that they should be filling their mind with right now. And I don't even have a timeline for that. But right now, I'm not even getting into it. That's just what I let them know. This way, they already have my voice in their head when they do come across these topics or run into situations involving these things in the future. I'd rather be ahead of the game and have my kids hear things from me first rather than learning things from peers. Of course, there are going to be things that they learn on their own, but the big topics, I want them to hear from me first. And then it won't be so taboo. Also, when they do hear a topic that I've mentioned, it's it's happened already. My son will casually come home from school and say, hey, you know that thing you were talking about? Well, this happened at school today. They won't be so scared to open up to you because they know you're open to talking about it. So drop those tidbits. Don't force a conversation out of it, but just sprinkle those things here and there. I respect my child's boundaries by giving him space when he requests it, or it's obvious that what he wants, you know, it's space. And saying yes to every opportunity to hang out with him, which is really freaking hard to convince him to do with me these days. He wants to watch Untold Stories of the ER with me lately. I love it. Well, sometimes. No, I don't want to watch it, but I say yes anyways because I want him to know I'm still here for him. And also, I don't get many chances to have some quality time with my boy now that I'm so in cool and all. It's extra important to take care of yourself as a parent because it's a bit of an ego blow to go from the wonderful mommy to the lame mom. Your kids want to spend so much time with you and talk your ear off to now don't talk to me and don't enjoy your life around me because it makes me stick to my stomach as your teenager now sees you. If you don't have something enjoyable to do outside of mothering, now is the freaking time to find a hobby. You'll need to get away from your kids so you can fill up your tank. Otherwise, they'll just drain it and drain it and smile in the process because so much attitude. We need to have boundaries with our kids and uphold rules and consequences, but we also have to learn that our children will be needing their own boundaries as they grow up. And we need to learn the delicate dance of respecting those when we can, while also making sure they stay respectful to us parents, as hard as it may be for a tweenie bopper. Eye roll. Let's give our children the support they need while also leaving room for their growth. That's all on that thought today. Good luck, parents.